and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, Twyla, how you doing? I am uh, really excited about the things that have already started transpiring in our nation. I don't, I know you have seen it because we have actually chatted about it, but you know, the whole, the whole thing going on with Damar Hamlin, the football player that collapsed on the field last week, you know, I saw a headline that I just think it will stay with me forever. It said mm-hmm. that uh, the NFL players uh, previously had took a knee in protest to the national anthem, and now they are taking a knee in prayer to God. And See, that's that awesome. So powerful. And yes, just what came to my mind was the scripture where the Lord says, Every knee will bow. Every every knee will bow. You know, when I saw that, um, saw that when you know they were on the field working on him, and uh, when I saw them bow down, and people were running to get down in the huddle, and they were running to bow down as well. And I said, Lord, look at this right here. That these people, you know, we could say whatever you could say whatever you want to say about God. But when there is a, a, a tragedy or difficulty, people acknowledge who he is and they bow their knee to God. And that was so encouraging because it was on national news. But did you see as well on ESPN, the guy, one of the uh, commentators said, well, I would like to stop and pray for Damar. And he said, I hope that's all right, but I'm going to pray right now. And the other one, there was two of them said, you know, go ahead and pray. And he prayed right there, right there at the desk of ESPN. Um, So it's just so exciting just to see that. Yes, you know, it it is exciting. And I also saw, I also read rather a article or a posting on LinkedIn and someone said, you know, now that he's out of the woods, he's been released from the hospital. Uh, the person, I just read this this morning. The person said, I just really want to mention this. He said, I don't want to mention this when he was in the hospital. But now that he's out of the hospital and he's going to be okay, he said, I'd just like to bring to remembrance that uh, there were many, many, many people who uh, lambasted Tim Tebow and mocked him uh, when he took a knee when he was playing football. And now we see that everybody thinks it's uh, in vogue now to take a knee. He said, but Tim Tebow had been praying for a long time. And he's always been a man of God and a Christian and unashamed of his faith. And it says basically what you're saying, when crisis strikes and you know, people are at 
at their at their end. Now they now they're looking for help from God. And it said it it's and, and it's always good, it says no slight upon anyone who for whatever reason have chosen to pray, but it would be really good if you prayed always. And I think that leads us yes, right. Yes. Yeah, you, because Tim Tebow has always prayed, always been a very uh, open and transparent Christian. And he has, as any public figure uh, that I'm probably sure have always endured some level of mocking for your faith. And he has definitely been one who has yes. been mocked, but kept on standing. Praise endured. God. And, he, and he really endured. Um, he really did. And one last uh, thing too about the prayer is that again, um, it caused people to come together. You know, when you recognize that is a hopeless, when you recognize you can't help in this situation and you could just tell it on those football players, his teammates, they knew they could not help him. And they were crying and you could hear, see their mouth moving and they were praying and walking. And, and, and you could just tell that they knew that there had to be someone greater than them that was going to able that was going to be able to pull him because remember they saw him die on that field he died on that field oh absolutely but he was brought back and then he died again when he got to the hospital and he knows who uh delivered him so it, it's just a wonderful beautiful thing um just to see and we always need to pray regardless of tragedy difficulty or whatever we the Bible says men should always pray. And that's the scripture that's that true. I want to, that's the scripture I want to read. I Let's talk about prayer today. And one of yes. the scriptures that I want to read is in Luke 18 and in verse one. And it just talks right about that because it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what the circumstance, it doesn't matter uh, wh even what your level of, of, uh, you know, your relationship with God, like you say, hey, uh, I, I, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I should be. It doesn't matter. Men ought to always pray. And by men, oh we God. mean mankind. You should never stop praying. Don't you dare cease to pray. When that, when that, in that parable, when that prodigal son found himself in that pig's pen, the one mm -hmm. thing he did when he came to himself he began to seek the face of God. You can pray. I don't care if you're at your wits end, if you're at your lowest state, if you find yourself waking up in a place you shouldn't be, pray. God does hear and God does answer prayer. Amen. So let's get right to it and talk. And it's what we do every single day. Uh, this is something that we we live these words. We we have a great commission to prayer, a great commitment to prayer, uh, and mm -hmm. a great burden to pray. So we can do. We could probably do this topic um, every week and never run out of stuff to say. I'm absolutely, sure. absolutely. Even you know, and in, in, in including our experience as a result of us talking to God. Absolutely, and He hearing our prayer. He's talking back to us. Amen. And, um, I, you know, and the latter part of that, the last line is said. Well, I didn't and, read and, it yet. I'm going to read it. Hold oh, on. Okay. Let me pull it up and read it. So in okay. Luke 18, in Luke 18 and 1, um, and I'm only going to read 18 and 1, but you can, you can read well beyond there. But Luke 18 and 1, it says, then Jesus told his disciples, um, a parable 
to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Or said another way, men ought to always pray and not faint or not quit or not give up. Keep on praying. Don't stop praying. And don't you dare give up. Amen. Amen. He said, don't faint and don't give up. To always pray. And you had a verse verse too? Yes, I did. It was in Romans 28. Um, Let me just go there as well. I had it up. Uh, Romans 8.28. And you know what, Twyla? This is my favorite verse, really. We say one of our favorites, but it really is uh, my favorite verse. And it's 8.26. Um, because it, it just identifies that, it, well, when I read it, you'll understand those who are listening. It says, um, really, just starting at this, it says, in the same way, the Spirit also help us in our weakness, because we do not know what to pray for as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unspoken groaning. Now, I read that in the Christian Standard Bible, but the part that I really like, it, it like if I had to break this down, it says that it helps us in our weakness because there are times, when, many times when we are weak um, in our prayers are weak, and it says because we do not know what to pray for as we should. That to me is so key, that we don't know what to pray for as we should. There are certain things that are happening within us that we really don't even know what really is going on. We're just feeling some kind of way. But with our talking with God, we can pray to him. And there's things, he He knows everything. And so therefore the spirit, Jesus Christ, he intercedes on our behalf to pull us through this whole situation because he knows what it actually is that's going on in us. Sometimes we don't even know what to say. And I don't know, have you ever been like that, Twilight? You just don't know what to say, but you just know that you have to go before God. But he knows, he knows what it is that your spirit is crying out for and he intercedes on your behalf. Amen. That to me you know, is a blessed part. Absolutely, there, there, the the spirit groans and and makes and utters to God with groanings that we can't understand. There are many times. One of my favorite songs. It's an old song. We used to sing it when we had old uh, when we had devotion and testimony service. But it it says, "If I couldn't say a word, I just mm. lift my hand." And that is the sentiment of that song. Is sometimes there is so much in your heart, in your on your heart, and in your spirit that you don't have the words to say, but you can just moan to God, wave your hand to God, cry Mm. out to God, uh, shed tears in his presence. But sometimes the words that they just, there are just no words for what you feel. So if I couldn't say a word, I just wave my hand. Oh my God. That is so awesome. It's because the other part says that he searches the heart. He's searching and, and it says, he, he knows says, our thoughts are far off. Yes. Them. So the Lord knows the content and the, and the Bible says the word of God uh, is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of men's heart, but prayer. And, and I know we've done this topic many times. I think we should probably do this topic probably once every month or something, but prayer for those who have not heard this, us do this topic before, just so you know, prayer is conversation with God, communication. Right. God, just like every 
there's people that you call maybe every day, maybe every week, every month. There's people that you call and sometimes you say, well, I don't, I don't know how I, that's one of the things I hear quite often. I don't know how to pray. Oh, but you do. You might not know that you know how mm-hmm. to You do know how to pray. Prayer is conversation with God. So what is it that you want him to know? What is it that you want to say to him? What is it that you want to share with him? If you articulate that, you are praying to God. There is no, there is no, um, uh, uh, there is no script that you have to follow. You don't have to say these and thou's and use big words. And yes. you don't have to, you don't have to, your prayer is, is not that he only hears you if you reach 10 minutes in prayer. He only hears you if you pray for 66 minutes. No, 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 no. He hears the faintest cry. He hears the quickest, simplest prayer. Save me, Lord. Oh, Lord, help all of those prayers and cries out unto God and he hears all of them. He hears the, you you know, the, the verbose prayer when people can articulate and uh, speak with great dialect. He hears all of that. Now, granted, there are some people you hear pray and you're like, wow, what a beautiful prayer. That's all good. He hears those prayers too, but those prayers are no better and no more heard than the simplest uh, prayer of the person who knows the littlest bit of language, English or whatever the language is that you speak. Prayer is conversation to God. Just like you talk to anyone else, you can talk to God. And that's all. I mean, it is as simple as God, I need your help. God, I I, I don't know what to do. God, come rescue me. That is a prayer to God. And it is the, it is a prayer as powerful as any other prayer. So you do know how to pray. You open your mouth and you talk to the creator to the, of the ends of the earth. Amen. And you know what, Twilight, even in the verse 27, uh, I'm just reading this and getting, uh, just my thoughts are running according to this. It says, and he who searches our hearts know the mind of the spirit. But this is the part. It says, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So it's like to me, I'm reading this, that anything that has struck the will of God in your life, he's going to intercede to remove and to carry you through. And that's what I, when I read that, that's what I think about. That's the reason why he's saying, just come to me. And there's another verse that says, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. And and so when we come before him and we're casting our cares upon him, he's listening to us. He's listening to us and that he's not only listening, but the Bible says he's interceding for us, meaning he's preventing some things. He's blocking some things. He's seen some, the will of God coming through in your life and anything that was preventing the will of God in your life. That's what his mission is, is to make sure that the will of God is performed in your life. And, you know, I, I only have one son and, um, you know, sometimes he's, He's a wonderful one son, and sometimes he's a knucklehead one son, but he's I only have the <laughs> one son. And I tell you, when when my phone, and you know, he's a, he's a young man, so they do a lot of texting. They don't make a lot of phone calls, but they'll text you, uh, you know, they'll text you all day, but pick up the phone and call. Ah, they don't like to do all that. But when my phone rings and it's my son, my, 
I get I get happy for first of all I'm like oh boy what does he want but mm-hmm. <laughs> he always wants something but it doesn't stop me from taking his call I do want to hear from him I get excited when I hear his voice I'm happy when he uh rings my phone how much more is God happy and anticipating the sound of your voice and mm-hmm. when you call unto him and true enough when we call unto God in prayer we are oftentimes wanting something but it doesn't st- stop God from being excited to hear about us hear from us and know what it is we are wanting mm. and needing him to do and you know what the good news about God sometimes my son will ask for things so outlandish and I'm like uh yeah that's not going to happen, right? And and sometimes it's not because I can't do it. Uh, sometimes it's because I don't think it's in his best interest for me to do it. Yes. And sometimes it's because he's asked for something that's outside of my realm to do. But the thing with God, there is nothing that you can ask for that he cannot do. And there's no length to which he will not go for those who walk up right before him. He said, if you walk up right before me, I'll withhold no good thing from you. So I'm telling you, call on him every day without ceasing. And the best kind of prayer for me is I love when I just call on the Lord. I don't need nothing, Jesus. Well, I always need something. I don't want nothing, Jesus. I'm just I'm just seeking your face, saying mm. thank you, Jesus. I'm yes. just calling upon your name, uh, uh, wanting to hear from you, wanting to commune with you. Uh, don't need nothing. Don't want nothing. Just want to say good morning. Just want to say thank you, Jesus. Mm. Uh, there were ten. There's a story of ten lepers that Jesus uh, that Jesus healed, and the Bible says uh, only one of them came back to say thank you. And on my prayers, I always want to be the one. I always want to be the one that uh, comes back to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you Amen. for everything you've done for me. So I want you to know, you do know how to pray. You have been invited personally by special invitation to come boldly to the boldly. grace. Yes. He has invited you to come. You don't, you don't have, listen, I know there are certain religions and they have to go to an intermediary and that person seeks the hand of the face of God for them. Listen, no, 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 no. The Bible says that when Jesus went to the cross and gave his life, that the veil was rent into. In other words, the thing that divides you from God has been rent, has been broken and you can come now. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace for yourself. And I am invite you to come. That's what he said. Not me. I'm not inviting you. I'm telling you, Jesus invited you. So not only do you know how to pray, you've been invited to pray. And then you know what else? I I really hate to drop this hammer on you, but you have been commanded to pray without ceasing. So invited, you've been, uh, you've been commissioned and you've been commanded. So you have an obligation to seek the Lord and to pray. Yes. It says to come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need and come boldly meanings also is to come with the confidence that God is hearing. Yeah. That he hears your prayers and you know just to give you an example i'm going through this um someone gave me a journal a devotional journal it's called 100 days of believing bigger 
And uh, so, I'm, you know, of course, I'm on day nine right now. Um, but today it was the day was titled Knowing God Hears You. And um, it gives the, the description in 1 John 5, 14, where it says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And so I remember it's part of it, and it also asks you questions, you know. So I remember praying to the Lord about a certain situation, and um, God just, I went to sleep, and when I woke up, God told me what to do. And uh, there were other ways, another incident when I prayed about, I said, God, I said, show me what bigger looks like. And I, that may sound strange to somebody, but that's what I did. I said, God, show me what bigger looks like. And sure enough, I'm going about my day. I'm turning the station. Well, well, I turned the TV on, turned the station. I didn't know what station. And it fell upon the Christian broadcast. And he showed me this this warehouse. He showed me. I don't want to get too specific in it, but he showed me this and I looked at it and I recognized it and I heard the spirit of the Lord say to me, he said, that's what bigger looks like. See, God, he, he, he's drawing you, he's wooing you. You're asking, you're praying for things, you know, and so uh, he's, he's going to answer it. There's a scripture that says, just wait on him, just wait on him. He may not answer you right then and there, but as you go about through your day, that prayer that you asked him, it may be the next day. It may be the day after that, but God is going to answer that prayer. And what he, what you're saying, Father, I, I, I believe that in God, he's saying, just come boldly before me. Be bold to ask me. Show me, God. Show me. Because really, revelation is with God. The secret things are with God. How will we know unless he reveal it to us? And so we do it in prayer that when we ask of God, believing he's going to show us and he's going to show up. And the thing about it, it says, and then the peace of God, that's the thing. When, when it was answered, the peace of God came upon me and the praise and thanksgiving of God went up. And I said, oh, my God, you're so awesome. And I'm still praising him for for that. So, you know, that prayer and knowing that God hears you and when he answers it, oh, my God, there's nothing else that matters. Nothing else that matters. Amen. Amen. And, you know, uh, one of one of the songs I, I love and it said, um, oh, what peace we often forfeit when mm. we do not carry everything I remember that song. to God in prayer. He That's has invited us to come to him in prayer, to lay all of our burdens at his altar. He said, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Exchange your burdens for mine, for mine are, are easy. My, my burdens are easy and my, my burdens are light. And my yoke is easy. And he says, and, and you can exchange yours for mine because that's how much I care for you. And so the song, mm. a songwriter picked it up and he says, you know what peace you're forfeiting when you don't carry everything? To God in prayer, everything. 
You are forfeiting the everything, everything. You are forfeiting a peace that passes understanding. You are carrying burdens that are not yours to carry and burdens that your shoulders cannot bear the weight of. You cast your cares on God in prayer and he will give you a perfect peace, a perfect peace past understanding. But if you don't carry everything to God in prayer, you are forfeiting that peace with God. And I will not forfeit my peace. There, Listen, there, there's some things money can't buy, education can't earn, networking can't achieve, and that is peace with God. Yes. And, and the other thing scripture. I wanted to point out is... Um, is about prayer. So you and I, you know, we're we're very close friends. We we talk a lot on the phone and uh there are sometimes when and some days we don't talk on the phone. Uh we probably have prayed in the morning together, but we might not talk on the phone. But there are sometimes when we get together on the phone and we might have a 3-minute conversation. We might not have time to have much more. We might have a 10-minute conversation. We might have a 40-minute conversation. Every day is not the same. Every conversation <laughs> is not the same. And so it is with you and your conversation or prayer with God. There are some days we we etch out time that we meet him early in the morning because the psalmist says, early will I seek you. Uh-huh. So we etch out time that we meet him early. But there are some days when I can pray and I may be like done praying in 15 minutes. And there are some days when I might have an hour's worth of stuff to talk to God about. It depends on what is upon your heart, what's going on in your life. So I want you to know that your prayer to God, it, it is there is no script for this. You might pray five minutes today, 25 minutes tomorrow, 35 minutes the next day. I would I would say to develop a habit of prayer, Pray at the same time each day, but the duration of that prayer will vary from day to day. Sometimes mm-hmm. my heart is so heavy and full, I got a lot to talk to him about. And some days I might be like, Lord, I just want to acknowledge you in all my ways. Pray your covering and your protection over this day. And, and then I'm on my way. But mm-hmm. every day, seek his face. Every day, without ceasing, pray. And know that those prayers could be different every single day. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. There is a scripture. I was gonna, uh, well, it's a song that goes on it, goes with it. But uh, in Peter, it talks about, you know, cast all your cares upon, upon him. And there's a song that says, I cast all of my cares upon you. I lay all of my burdens down at your feet. And anytime I don't know what to do, I'll cast my care upon you. And I, I, it, you know, um, it, it just that song. I've heard that song many, many years ago, sitting in church. And if you remember Sharon Mitchell singing it and, um, and I'm telling you, I think I began to start weeping at it because the fact is, it, it to me, it was so loving that he says, cast all of your cares upon me, for I care for you. And anytime you don't know what to do, just cast all of your cares upon me. And you know what? He's a, he's a burden bearer. There's a song that says he's a burden bearer and he's a heavy load share. And so uh, uh, just to know that, that those are the as- attributes of God that he is there to lift those heavy burdens 
He's there to remove all, every obstacle, and he's there that you may know who he is. We've, we've experienced God in many different ways, and, 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 and in each way we can say, in each way, he's a healer, he's a protector, he's a provider, he's a keeper, he's a, the one that uh, fight our battles. You know, you, when you think about that, that's who he is, and he's so much more. He's a revealer. Of, of the of my heart you know he's the lover of my soul those things you experience him through prayer when he answers that prayer when you're able to lay your burden down before him and then you get up you may not have the answer there but you know as a result of you praying you 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 have you rose up lighter than what you when you went down because the, because you have confessed it before god what it is that that's, that's going on with me or what i need Amen. And, you know, the it's whole world has just seen and witnessed, especially in America, we have just seen and witnessed God answer prayer, miraculously raise up a young man that uh, they said, you know, we don't know if he's going to be in his right, if he's going to have his cognitive mm -hmm. ability. We don't know if he's going to have his motion, his his uh, physical motion. Neurological ability. system. And yeah. we don't know what kind of condition he's going to be in if and when he wakes up from this uh, induced coma. He woke up and I, I believe they said the young man wanted to know, did we win the game? And mm -hmm. he's been on the on the uh, move every since. And, and it has spurred a nation to pray and to seek God. And we want to close this out by with a prayer. And that song that I was talking about is called What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And the words say, what a friend we have in Jesus, all of our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry this is a privilege. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Uh, oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Lord, let it never be said of me. You have bid me come and here I come every day. Mm to you in prayer. Dear God, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. We honor you. We acknowledge you in all of our ways. You are Lord of Lords and King of Kings, the great Jehovah God. There is nothing you cannot do, nothing you will not do for those who walk up right before you. We thank you for the invitation to come and we, Father, uh, come boldly before your throne. Forgive us of our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be pleasing and acceptable. Yes. I need just a little more Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. I need just a little more Jesus. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. <laughs>